Hey, what's up? It's DeHuff. It's another episode of DeHuff Uncensored. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. If you haven't done it already, you need to make sure you subscribe wherever you find podcasts and make sure you share it with your friends and make sure you review it. So, uh, yeah, it's good for me. It's good for me and it'll ultimately be better for you. And uh, make sure you check out DeHuffOnCensored.com. It's my website. Uh, make it a little easier for you guys to navigate if you're looking for the right podcast uh, platform to listen to this. Uh, makes it easy for you. Plus, I put all the episodes on there as well. So if you want to catch up, that's another way to do it. Got a lot of stories to hit on today. And one thing that I just stumbled upon before we get into the bigger headlines is I just find this interesting. This is kind of like a random fact of the day that you can just hold with you, put it in your pocket, and you'll be happy. Hangry. When you're hangry, my daughter is horrible when she's hang hangry. I'm just like moody and I don't know, but she's like awful, awful little devil child. I like to call her. That's her little nickname. <laughs> little Satan herself. Anyway, that's my daughter. She's a little Satan girl. Anyway. Just kidding. I don't call her that to her face. Oh, God, could you imagine? Anyway, hangry. Being hangry causes serotonin levels to drop, causing the whirlwind of uncontrollable emotions such as anxiety, stress, anger, and sadness. I just felt like I needed to pass that along to you. Make sure you're eating, okay? Don't be a dick today. Uh, don't be hangry. That's why I got into my kids' snacks before I did this podcast so I could be chipper. Right? Chipper. And uh, not hangry during the whole thing. So, you're welcome. <laughs> Sorry. Now, speaking of eating. Subway. Ooh. I'm sure you guys have seen the story. They had done some tests on the, the tuna, the alleged tuna, in their tuna sandwiches. And... According to a lab spokesman, they said there's two conclusions because they found no DNA of tuna in the tuna. What? So their two conclusions are, one, it's so heavily processed that whatever we could pull out, we couldn't make an identification. Or we got some and there's just nothing there that's tuna. Okay. Here's what's crazy. Back in the day, I used to work at Subway. I swear to God, back then, I want to say that at least for a little bit, we had these giant cans of tuna, and they were like bumblebee tuna. Bumblebee tuna? Bumblebee tuna. Your balls are showing. Huh? Name the movie. There you go. But I swear, I swear it came out of a can. The one thing when I worked there, the one thing that we all questioned, even the employees and management, everybody said the same thing. Because I don't know if they still do it, but they used to have uh, crab sandwiches, like a seafood. And we all questioned whether or not that had any sort of actual crab in it. Because, I mean, it's crab. Come on. And you're selling it for $3 for a sandwich? No. Seems a little... Fishy, don't you think? <laughs> you guys can use that. You're welcome. Anyway, I just thought it was interesting that they they did that. Now, when 
the lab allegedly did more tests. Um, the lab allegedly discovered what it was really made out of. Bingo. Dino DNA. I love that line. Bingo. Dino DNA. <laughs> That's going to be stuck in your head all day. Bingo. Dino DNA. You're going to go to Subway. And you're going to be like, can I get the Dino DNA? And they're going to be like, oh, you mean the tuna? Oh, my gosh. It's just weird. Let's. When I worked at Subway, really the only thing that was fresh were was the bread that we baked every day. There was, we did cookies, but those usually lasted. I mean, they were, you made them there, but they would last like a day or two. Veggies, I guess, were fresh. Although, oh my, okay, let me tell you this gross story about Subway. Now, I'm not saying this is all Subway locations, but at one time when I worked there, keep in mind, this was a long time ago, probably, geez, 15 years ago, roughly, maybe a little more. But when I, I came from Quiznos, and Quiznos was really good about keeping everything clean and fresh, and, and ultimately, they, they were fresher food. I mean, we sliced the meat there at Quiznos. We sliced the cheese there at, you know, we cut the cheese. <laughs> no, but we seriously, we, we did everything there. It was very fresh at Quiznos. That's why their prices are a little higher because they have quality meat and quality cheeses. But anyway, so I go to Subway and I'm prepping in the back. I'm, I'm cutting up some, I think it was like bell peppers or something. And there's this machine called the Nemco Easy Slicer. So you kind of cut chunks of the bell peppers up and you stick them in this like this little it's not a hole, but it's just kind of like a, a little place where you stick the, the food in, whatever. And then there's a handle on the side, and you, you, you're kind of like cranking it. And what it's doing is it's spinning a blade, and it cuts up all the bell peppers. Or if you have onions, it cuts them up into these nice strips. Well, what's funny is I do that. Then I go to take it apart to clean it, and the manager who's last I heard is no longer with that company was like, Whoa, 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 what are you doing? I'm like, I'm cleaning it. No, no, you don't take it apart. First of all, it doesn't come apart. I'm like, yeah, it does come apart. Cause I use this exact piece of equipment when I worked at Quiznos and every single time we used it, we would take it apart, clean it and then put it back together for the next. So you don't get cross contamination of food. No, 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 you don't do that. Just take the whole thing and dump it in the water and then put it back on the thing. It's fine. Don't take it apart. I'm like, okay, that's, no. I was like, that's that's disgusting. That's that's a health code violation. I was like, you need to take this apart because food gets stuck in everywhere. No, no, no. So I let it slide because this is my boss. Well, then the next day, I'm like, this is disgusting. He wasn't there. The It was another manager working that day. So I took a, so I'm trying to take it apart and it won't come apart. This is something that you literally should have very, very little effort to open it. It wouldn't open. It wouldn't come apart. So I find a hammer and I had to beat 
the equipment apart because it was just so gummed up and disgusting. Again, this is something you should have very, like, a, almost, I, I would say a toddler should be able to have the, the strength to pull this apart. That's literally how much strength it should take. I had to use a hammer to beat it out because when I finally got it separated from itself, there was so much mold and just goo and whatever. Apparently, what they were doing is anytime that the, the crank would slow up, they would just squirt like cooking oil or whatever in there to help, you know, loosen it up. There was so much mold in there that like, like there was a crowd of employees and the shift manager like around me. They're like, this is amazing. I didn't know. It, nobody knew it came apart. Nobody. So I take it apart. I start cleaning it. People are like, you know, like, this is amazing. I clean it, put it together. It's super clean. Show everybody how to use it. And I'm like, look, look how easy it is. It was so disgusting. And then I cleaned it. And then word got back to corporate that I did this. It was, uh, well, I shouldn't say corporate. It was, I guess it was corporate, you know, in a sense, because they were franchise owned. They sent a district manager to uh, my location and had me train the district manager on how to clean this equipment so he could train all the managers at all the other locations that they owned. Isn't that disgusting? Ew. Now, I'm not saying that all subways are that way, but that's just the lasting image I have of it. And I, that just grossed me out. But the good thing is, is they... They were, I made them aware of it and then they did something about it instead of going, Scott, just, you know, why'd you do that? They're like, wow, this is great. <laughs> Thanks for showing us. We all wanted it. Like, how do you get, no, uh, I don't even want to get into that. That's so disgusting. So gross. Anyway. All right. Uh, a man changed his name to John Cena. Lewis Oldfield, I believe he's out in the UK. He's 23 years old. He's not even a wrestling fan. Let's just put that out there. He had been play fighting while boozed up with his pals. And then they dared him for some freaking reason to change his name. I guess they were doing like, okay, this is what he says. We had a few drinks and we we're play wrestling. And we were just messing around pretending to do announcements like in WWE. And one of my friends was introducing John Cena. One thing led to another. Then they dared me. To change my name to John Cena. Really? That's all it takes? <laughs> okay. He paid 40 pounds for uh, on the documents to change it, which is about 55 US dollars. Then 75 pounds on a new passport, which is 104 US dollars. So he's shelling out like $159 because he can't say no to a dare. First of all, bravo, bravo. Uh, you stuck to your guns and you're like, I won't back down from a dare. But also, you're an idiot. Come on, man. You don't do that. Well, they dared me, so I had to. <laughs> Seriously? Now, I mean, what a compliment for John Cena. If somebody ever came up to me and said, Scott, I changed my name to Scott the Huff. At first, I'd be like, well, that's great. Wow, wow, that 
really hits me. But then I'd also, but like, I'm, I'm not John Cena level. So that would actually kind of piss me off. Like, no, better not be some like, you know, horse fucker, you know, sorry that, that, that happened somewhere in Colorado this past week. Disgusting. But that would be my luck. It wouldn't be like somebody normal like you. It'd be some like twisted fuck. Be like, oh, how do we want to know? You got Scott the Huff got caught fucking chickens again. I'm like, no, that's not me. <laughs> God, it's not me. Anyway, so this is what John, the new John Cena said. He uh, he 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 was like, I was gonna get a tattoo saying it, but uh, I did this instead. I was always fault. I always follow through on dares, so I just did it. I'm not even a wrestling fan. That makes it worse in my mind. But then he also added, my mom, my mom, because he's from UK, couldn't stop laughing at me when she found out. My dad's more serious, so I haven't told him yet. Well, guess what, John Cena? Your dad knows now, and he's pissed. Because me, like if I found out my, my son changed his name, I, I, I'm listen. I'm guessing, like you guys, you're proud of your your last name, and there's there's meaning behind. Uh, most likely, there's some sort of meaning behind the first name, as well as obviously the last name. So, if my son Jackson came up to me and said, "Dad, I'm changing my name to Dwayne Johnson or The Rock," I'd be like, first of all, cool names, but no. <laughs> No, first of all, we named named you after uh, your grandpa Jack, and uh, you know Jackson. Get it? And then two, Duff, you should be proud of that. I'd be pissed if I was this kid's dad. And and, and I. But that being said, it is kind of funny. <laughs> but I would not be happy. Now I do have to respect again the fact that he followed through. It kind of reminds me. Of something else. Everyone knows a Lannister always pays his debts. While I like that soundbite, it does remind me that they fucked up Game of Thrones. I can't get past it. I can't get past it. Let's start the movement to get season seven and eight redone. Okay, Game of Thrones. It needs to happen. It needs to happen. Somewhere in the Utah wilderness, a treasure chest with $10,000 in it waiting for you yeah all you got to go out there and do is find it no big deal so i went to this website uh utahtreasurehunts.com and this is what it says the utah treasure hunt started in 2020 when everyone was locked down in their homes we wanted to do something that would give everyone a way to safely get outside and have fun the first person who can use the clues in the poem below to get lo- to locate the treasure chest gets to keep the spoils. Last year, we thought the treasure would take at least a month to be found by someone. It was found in four days. We completely underestimated the response and talent of the people who would research or who would search. So $10,000 to go on a scavenger hunt. You know, they have those geocaching things. We do that. There's like an app you can geocache. And there's like little, nothing of essentially value, but you can go, there's a, app, a free app 
and it searches your area f with the map and you can go on little kind of treasure hunts. They're kind of fun things to do with the, with the family, but it, those are fun, but I can't imagine doing something to this level to actually go out and invest because you're going to be driving. I mean, the map that they show is almost the entire Eastern part. It seems like of Utah. That's a lot, a lot to cover. So this is what the treasure map says. And while I'm reading this, I feel it is only best if I read it as a pirate. I used to do a pirate voice when I worked at the radio station. Uh, Paxton Lynch looks, he's a former quarterback for the Denver Broncos. Big bust, horrible bust. But he looks a lot like a pirate. <laughs> so we used to, Pretend I was Paxson the pirate. Yar, begin your search where hikers rest. Majestic slopes all facing west. Through the tunnel of emerald green, follow the river creek or spring. When the blackbird clicks, turn to port. If you reach the end, you've come up short. Begin to climb. Hold on, I'm losing my voice. Arr, yar, arr, arr. Begin to climb when your path swings north. Picking your way back and forth. I kind of sound like, where's me lucky charms? <laughs> Excuse me. Soon you'll find you're not alone. Greet the bear made out of stone. Along the bottom of the cliffs is key. The chest awaits beneath the tree. With treasure in hand, enjoin, enjoy the views. The sun-kissed reds and salty blues. So there you go. You're welcome. It, again, utahtreasurehunts.com. Check it out. It's interesting. I guess there's a way for you to subscribe to that website. It's pretty simple. You just add in your name and email address, and they'll send you updates if nobody's found it, as far as little clues here and there. But I just, I, I think that's perfect for people that just, uh, you know, they're single and, you know, it's, it's, you got nothing else to do. Although, like, I can't imagine, like, if, because there's people uh, traveling all the way from Atlanta, Georgia. There's people traveling all the way from Hawaii to do this. I just don't feel like that that's, if you're in the air, like me, I'm in Colorado. That's not that big of a travel expense, I guess, in a sense, to go out there and try to do this. But, I mean, to travel from Hawaii to do oh, come on, man. you got to have some disposable income. I mean, that just doesn't seem like it's, like you need the money that bad if you're traveling from Hawaii <laughs> to, to Utah. But good for them. Now, when Nicolas Cage found out about this, he was quoted saying, I'm going to steal the Declaration of Independence. That's not what they're looking for, Nick. Gosh. Classic Nicolas Cage. Always looking for, for something. I'm going to steal the Declaration of Independence. I'm Nick Cage. I love that movie. I can watch that movie all the time. All of them. There's two of them. There's two National Treasure movies, and both of them I just can't help but watch. If it's on TV, I'll watch it. 
I assume everything I hear in the movie National Treasure is accurate. <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm stupid. I believe everything. So it's, <laughs> I love those movies. That's a guilty pleasure for me. Maybe that's a future episode where we talk about guilty pleasure movies. But that is definitely one. It's, it's humorous enough. It's a little bit of adventure. Eh, it's not too dark. It's good. It's good. Yeah. Nick Cage. I'm going to steal the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> Can't go wrong with Nick Cage. So the other, I think it might have been, I don't know what day it was, but the other day I have a good friend. She used to be my neighbor and now she's an accomplished author. She's very successful. A really nice person. One of the nicest people you'll, you'll ever meet. And I always pronounce her name wrong because she got married. I used to know her last name, her maiden name, but Heather Rochford. And I think it's at Heather and then R-O-C-H-F-O-R-T on Twitter. So she, harmlessly enough, she's a big outdoors person. She's written uh, multiple books on, you know, the joys of hiking and, and all these things and all, a bunch of different stuff. She's a very smart person. Very smart. Used to be a teacher. All this stuff. Maybe she still is. I don't know. I'm obviously not that close. But anyway, she harmlessly, these, I'm going to start doing these. I'm going to start finding uh, harmless tweets that get horrible reaction. I don't know what I'm going to call it. Uh, Twitter tirade Tuesday. I don't know. Thursday, whatever. Anyway, it doesn't matter. The point is she tweeted unpopular opinion. She's already saying that people aren't going to like it, but she's still saying it anyway because it's her opinion. Permanently ban campfires. Climate change isn't going away. Temps are only rising. And hum humans have proven that we can't have nice things. Other than selfish comfort, nothing good comes from campfires. I looked up the data and per USFS studies spanning from 2000 to 2015, 85% of wildfires are human caused. Campfires, cigarettes, etc. Bananas, she wrote. To be silly. Because she, I told you she's a nice person. And a little silly. Bananas. So it's funny. So I retweeted that. Okay. It's an interesting opinion. I'm not saying I agree with it. I'm not saying I disagree with it. I just thought it was an interesting opinion. So what's funny is <laughs> she tweets that. And as I look at it now, there's just under 500 comments. that It's been retweeted 330 times. It's got a lot of traction. So this is what starts happening. Just horrible people just doing horrible things on Twitter. Twitter muscles are just fully flexed on this one. Love to go fly, wrote. That's fine. No, actually, this is probably. In my, when I do these, uh, read these, I am doing your voice for you. That's fine. Don't build one. Meanwhile, leave the rest of us alone. It's like people can't have opinions. Now let's go through some of the other negative, hate-filled uh, tweets. Uh, what are you going to do? Ban lightning next? 
there was one guy, I don't know if he deleted it, but it was telling her to typical woman, like basically sexism. Found found the campground, Karen. It's like, fuck off. <laughs> That's from Attila Says Meow. <laughs> it's kind of a funny. This comes from 77M Jones. I wish someone would ban you from talking, typing, or communicating in any other way with other humans. God, you guys. And then somebody took a uh, PJ Jumpy Boy. <laughs> just tweeted a picture at her with a campfire going and just wrote, <laughs> It's not like she did a full-on attack on people and say, This needs to stop. And here are my horrific views. You are stupid. You're the one that causes. No. And then the fact that she has uh, data proving her point just makes it kind of a little bit humorous. I just was, I, I feel kind of bad because I added fuel. Uh, I've added fuel to this fire by retweeting it <laughs> on my DeHuff podcast Twitter account, at DeHuff podcast. And boy, even better, permanently banned journalism. That comes from 6-Bit Proxy Wax. Most of these are coming from guys, by the way. Read into that how you will. I could go on and on and on and on. There's, there's, and on and on and on and on. Strange. I don't know why that song popped in my head. I love that song. This is very humorous. So check it out. You'll see what I mean. Go to her Twitter account. Again, Heather, R-O-C-H-F-O-R-T. She's a great person. She's meant no harm in it, but you guys being dicks like this person, opinions like these should be banned, if anything. Oh, my God. Silver in your side. Okay. And then, like, all these people, shit take. Learn to manage your fire. That's what she's saying. It's not, like, it's not the... Okay, guys, here's the thing. Again, I'm not agreeing or disagreeing. I'm saying that this is we can't have nice things because of the stupid people. It's not necessarily you, right? It's the people that don't give a shit and just like leave their fires burning. How many times, if you're a camper, have you gone out and there's still smoldering campfires? Okay, that happens. I've seen it maybe a couple times, but I'm not, I don't always go out camping. I live in Colorado. I should go camping and hiking more, but I don't. Again, I prefer the comfort of my home. I am lazy. I just like to sleep. I'm not a fan of camping. Let me just say that. My wife loves it. Her family did it. My dad was a huge camper. And he would live in the mountains with essentially nothing. And he would, he would uh, you know, hunt squirrels, eat the squirrel meat, hunt snakes, eat the snake meat. And, you know, he would just live off the wilderness. And, like, I did not get that gene. I don't like that. It's gross to me. <laughs> I like to take a shower every day. If if I am late on taking a shower beyond 24 hours from my previous shower, I feel disgusting. I get snappy at people. Ugh, my skin feels awful because it's so reliant on taking a shower. I can't do that. Oh. I, man, I just, I'm just scrolling through. I'm missing the punchline here. 
That is a non-popular opinion and not a good one. That came in from White Girl Probs. Okay. Somebody wrote, yeah, no thanks, LOL. Then they put a picture of Smokey the Bear. Remember, only you can go fuck yourself. Now, I appreciate the humor, but it's it's a really dick thing to say. That comes in from Dive Eric. Okay, a lot of pricks on this. A lot of pricks on this. That, but that's social media. It's Twitter muscles. You guys are just jerks. <sighs> and you totally missed the point of her tweet. And it's an unpopular opinion. And it's not necessarily you that are fucking it up. It's the idiots out there that are fucking it up. Okay? Right? Right? All right, this comes in from underscore the underscore snowflake. Imagine that. A woman saying it's my way or the highway. I'm shocked. What the f- <laughs> Really, dude? Wow. Uh, this comes from Mad Law 1071 There's more hot air coming out of the crap you write than all the campfires in the world combined. This comes from another jerk person. Women have bad opinions. What? Oh, my God. Apparently, this is the 1930s. Women don't have a right to talk. They should be in the kitchen. That's what a lot of you guys are saying. Holy shit. Oh, my God. Wow. You guys should be embarrassed, honestly. You're taking a simple opinion about something, and then now some of you are coming back with, you know, honest, uh, legit arguments. Like, well, no, lightning and whatever. But then a lot of you guys are just going to sexist. Well, she's a woman, so why is she talking? It's like, wow, what the fuck? I, you know, I forget. I forget that there's a lot of idiots out there. And thanks to these threads, you know, I'm, I'm reminded of it. So in a sense, thank you. So that way I can be more aware of it. And I can make sure I educate my children uh, to recognize this type of stuff and make them better people okay anyway if you guys if you guys get a feed on any sort of social media it could be facebook or whatever and you see something like this a totally innocent tweet that just (laughs) totally gets ripped to shreds let me know i would love to uh react to that and uh maybe it's deserving maybe it's not i don't think this one is now part of me it's i'm biased because i i know heather and she's a good person but you guys are just a a horse you're a relic that comes in from lori rn5 what the fuck uh who cares what you think oh my god people ban lightning there i fixed climate change you're welcome <laughs> Anyway, I I could just look at that way too much. Anyway, thank you guys so much so much for tuning in to DeHuff Uncensored. Remember, you can always reach out to me at DeHuff. Just go to DeHuffUncensored at gmail.com or check out my website, DeHuffUncensored.com. Again, uh, you can uh, subscribe on there. And anytime I upload a new podcast or a blog, I'll, you'll get notified. Pretty easy, pretty simple. Makes it easy for you. But thank you guys so much for tuning in. Love you very much. Try not to be a dick. And I know that's easier said than done. But thank you guys so much. It's to Huff Uncensored. We'll talk to you next time.